Hey, what's up, guys? Adam here, aka Music Man, and we're here to talk about all the Genesis music videos that have been released over the years. Now, I definitely say that their music videos are probably their weakest point. <laughs> like, if you had to pick, like, you know, the best elements of Genesis, whether it's the studio albums, the live albums, you know, the tours, the concerts, stuff like that, I think there's something to be said about the music videos are kind of, you could tell it's like not top priority for them. At least for the most part, there definitely are a few videos where you can tell they really spend a lot of time and effort. But I would say that the music videos for them is kind of like, you know, last priority. Um, <laughs> so there's 30-something, I think it's like 33, 32, something like that music videos they've released over the years. And I'm going to give you my top 10, my favorite videos, and kind of talk about each video. And uh, I actually have five honorable mentions, so I'm just going to throw those out there right now. I'm not going to talk about them for too long. But um, I'm going to talk about some of the ones that did make the top 10, but that I feel like, you know, deserve a little bit of discussion. So the first one is I Can't Dance. Now, obviously, you know, this one's a little goofy. Uh, it's a little silly. It's kind of like, wait, so the whole song is about blue jeans commercials? And it's just a little funky, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, it doesn't feel like Genesis, really. Uh, it doesn't even really feel like Phil. Like, I wouldn't even say, like, oh, this should be a Phil solo song, which I feel like a lot of songs that are kind of more, I don't know, they don't feel quite as Genesis-y. They feel like a Phil song. This doesn't even feel like a Phil song, you know? This almost feels like a little more Mike and the Mechanics, maybe. But even then, not really that. So, I mean, I Can't Dance is kind of an anomaly in that sense, where the song itself is a little weird and never really, never worked for me personally. But I think live, it's kind of okay. You know, I think when they do it live, it kind of works a little better, because you've kind of got that bass kick drum and the you know it's kind of i don't know it's kind of cool it works well in the live setting but you know in terms of the video the video is a little kind of silly uh where it's just still kind of being goofy the whole time and playing pool and i don't i don't know but once again it is an example of them kind of not taking themselves too seriously but and you know it's kind of them once again showing that they don't take themselves too seriously but i do feel like there's a, a better version of this type of song on this album, actually, and that's in my top 10. The next honorable mention is That's All. And, uh, you know, this one's also another one that, you know, the video itself isn't really that interesting. It's just kind of, I, I do like their costumes, quote unquote, of them kind of being like these hobos. I think that's how they call it back. It's probably not the correct term for it now. The homeless people, basically. But, you know, back then it was kind of like that's what they would call themselves with the little gloves and they're kind of just on the street, kind of just trying to make things. It's like, well, that's all that's, this is our lives. You know, <laughs> that kind of vibe. That's kind of what they're going for, I guess, for this one. Like I said, it's not really, there's not much to it, but you can definitely get the atmosphere they're going for in this one. The next one is illegal alien, which is kind of, it's, it's funny because it kind of fits in that style. Once again, if we're not taking ourselves too seriously, but you know, obviously it's very tone deaf. It's very like, okay, so we're making a song about, you know, a race of people who are illegally in the country. It's it's just, it's a very, like I said, obviously in the last like 10 or 15 years, you know, there's no way you'd be able to make this video and not like get in trouble. You know, it's silly, it's funny, but it feels more like the Three Amigos <laughs> or something. It doesn't really feel like an accurate representation of what Hispanics and Mexicans have to go through to kind of get into our country. And 
I think that the point that they're making is that it's there's a lot of like hoops they have to jump through to get to get in and become legal. So I don't think it's necessarily making fun of that like race of people, but at the same time, it still feels very weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, but in a way, it does still feel a little bit awkward and and, and weird. So you know, it's uh, I think this song is actually the song itself is actually not bad. I think the bridge is incredible on the song. Like, I don't really love the verses and the chorus. But I love the bridge. I love there's something about that middle section that's just like really cool and different. But either way, it's a very awkward video to watch nowadays. I think back in the day, it might have been better received. Obviously, it was better received. But, you know, nowadays, it's a little awkward to watch this video. The next honorable mention is Ripples. And, you know, this one was kind of one of their earlier ones that they released. And, you know, it's it's the whole song. They play the whole eight minutes or whatever. And it's a, it's kind of just a live performance. So it's... I mean, not really a live. I mean, it's a live performance that they're that they're miming, but it still looks good. It still like looks okay. It's kind of like it's almost like a live version, but just more polished and stuff. And the the last honorable mentions are actually two songs from Calling All Stations, "Not About Us" and "Shipwrecked." Um, and these, it's funny because this is kind of a whole new era of music videos because this is nothing like any of their other music videos, but they're both similar they're both kind of the exact same type of video they're both about sad moody artsy kind of like you know people who are like feeling alone and mistreated and but they both end with like hope where people are breaking out of their their traps you know their emotional and mental traps and uh definitely feels like a tony idea you know based on just like i don't know the the way the lyrics kind of come together and with the way that the music videos are created i mean maybe that he wasn't sitting there directing the videos but i feel like the concept was maybe something of Tony's, even though they kind of feel like a modern Mike and the Mechanics video. Okay, so with those out of the way, let's go to number 10, which is Robbery, Assault, and Battery. Now, obviously, this one has one of the coolest keyboard solos of, you know, of Tony's career. It's also one of the songs that Steve Hackett and his his group never have been able to really... Well, they, they did it recently, but they talk about how it's the hardest song to play. I mean, it's just so fast. The keyboard solo is really moves really fast. It's it's just a really difficult song to play live. But what I love about the video itself is that it kind of does feel like it goes into that campy, silly them just kind of not taking themselves too seriously once again. But in a in a way where it's like you know you've even got like Mike and Tony and Phil just kind of playing parts. You know, they're actually playing parts in this story about these you know these robbers and uh it's it's interesting because maybe that's maybe that's why they didn't do that for their home by the sea video is because they feel like they already did that with robbery assault and battery where they're dressed up as criminals but i don't know i just i think this is a good one too i think it's one of their first videos that they released it might i might be their first but it's definitely one of the first videos that they ever released uh number nine we have invisible touch so to me, this is kind of a more fun version of the old style of videos they used to do. Because if you, if you watch a lot of their older videos, like um, something like Duchess or Throwing It All Away or Misunderstanding or one of those, I, I think they did a better job in Invisible Touch of kind of creating that style of them just kind of playing around, you know, with their instruments. You know, Phil singing with the drumsticks. It's kind of like you could tell there was not really a lot of thought put into it, but it also feels more organic than some of those other ones where they're kind of just driving around the city playing keyboards and guitars on the beach. And, you know, like, I don't know, there's something about this one that's just more fun and it just works really well. It also just kind of feels like a video they just created while they were rehearsing or something. It didn't feel like a, 
a video that they actually really, you know, spend a lot of time trying to conceptualize. And at number eight, we have Congo from Calling All Stations. Um, this one's weird. <laughs> um, the parts I do like, though, is when there's like all the big water that's like drenching the band. I think that's really funny. And I think it's really it's it's kind of a cool effect, too. I don't know. It's something about that that look of the water just like just slow motion, like splashing on everybody while they're playing. I think it's really cool. Obviously, the part I, I, I think that once you get into the the weird alien military guys parts, you're just like, what? 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 I still don't really even know exactly what the song is about, even after all these years. I mean, hey, if, if if you guys know, you know, comment below, let me know. But I, Congo's always been kind of a weird... I'm like, wait, so is it about a relationship and, and someone being feeling trapped in a relationship? Is it actually about something, like, you know, more alien, quote-unquote? Then at number seven, we have Tonight, 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 which, you know, it's funny because it's not the whole song. It's not the whole eight-and-a-half, nine-minute song, but it's also not the truncated four minute version it's this like six and a half minute version where they kind of cut the instrumental in half where it's like you still get some of it but you just don't get the entire thing i mean hey that's at least they kept some of it you know because some other songs like for example like abacab abacab is a four minute video you know and it's like it's like another nine minute song but they just kind of cut completely cut the instrumental this one at least to give you you get a little bit of it and you know i do like the atmosphere of of the kind of like in the dark streets, you know, looking for drugs. Um, <laughs> but this video definitely has a good atmosphere to it and does feel like it works for the lyrical content. And at number six, we have No Son of Mine, which, you know, this one, this one too, you could look at as a little boring maybe. But personally, I think it's a great, it's already a great lyric in, in terms of the simple story of kid who has abusive father who's, you know, but he still kind of slightly wants his approval and he's not sure whether to like run away or, or, you know, once he does run away, does he come back? Does he want it? Hope, does he want to get his dad's approval? You know, it's, it's an interesting lyric, you know, it's a very, this is when Phil, this is the era of, of Phil's lyrics where he starts to really, he's like, okay, I'm going to stop writing about just, you know, sad love songs and divorces. And <laughs> I'm going to start writing about like more uh, father, son and, and like homeless people and like, you know, he gets, you know, people in other countries dealing with problems. Like, you know, Phil's lyrics get a lot more socio-political. I guess that's the way to put it. You know, he gets way more into that stuff. You know, a Colors, Another Day in Paradise, both sides of the story, you know. And so this kind of goes into that category along with Driving the Last Spike and, you know, No Son of Mine and Tell Me Why and all these songs that are kind of about, like, man, the world's got some problems. Let's talk about it and get, bring some awareness to it. And in this case, it's a very, very personal kind of story about that. It's got that kind of sepia tone look to it. And this is a song where, you know, live for the last few tours, I was kind of like, okay, you know, we've heard the song enough. <laughs> but at the same time, I think there is still some kind of really good dramatic gravitas to it that really makes it, you know, it makes it work and it kind of adds to that moodiness of the album. And this music video specifically works really well, I think. At number five, we have Anything She Does, which once again, goes into that campy, kind of not taking themselves too seriously type of music video. This one with Benny Hill, who I, I don't really, I never really know, knew who that was. But I mean, I guess he's he's big in the UK or was big in the UK. And, you know, just it, it is really funny. It's a funny video, well made in the sense of like, it's kind of like it's got that upbeat, you know, 2-4 um, kind of 
time signature where it's just a you know it's kind of got that really fast kind of beat which i actually really like i've always liked i mean i don't love like something like who done it for example is like fast done poorly but then there's songs like anything she does or jesus he knows me or uh abacab even where it's like the fast songs that work for me and i I really like this um, i've always liked this music video you know because it's like you know he's trying to keep people out while they're trying to rehearse and you know obviously everyone's sneaking in and it's i don't know it's just a really funny video and it works really well and and like i said in my last episode i think this song was what kind of started the invisible touch tour so once you have the invisible touch tour you know you're about to get started for the for the show and this is kind of what leads you into the show since the end of the video is them kind of walking up the tunnel and about to go into Wembley. Plus it's kind of a funny little uh, nod to the, you know, the pinup girls kind of thing where it's like you actually have those in the background of some of the shots. And at number four, this might be surprising for you guys, Land of Confusion. <laughs> not surprising in the sense that it's top four, but that it's not higher. But, you know, because I mean, I, I think any, most fans would probably put it at number one or two. But for me, it's it's number four because you know I, I, I it's a great video. It's it's well made. It's 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 funny. It's you know the animation's really cool. But it's also a little goofy for me. It's like a little too like it's not something you'd show to somebody who doesn't know the band. And then you're like, here, this is my favorite band. Check out this video. And then they're like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's there's much better videos out there. I think that represent their overall sound even even their sillier videos that represents their sound and their personality and this one just feels like so different than anything they've ever done which is i mean which is why it's such a great video and why it's been covered by a lot of people and all that kind of stuff and it's funny because this one actually won the award for it was a short-lived award this this award actually isn't even i mean it was only there for a, a few years i think and it won the Grammy Award for Best Concept Music Video during the 30th Grammy Awards. And it was nominated for six MTV Video Music Awards, including Video of the Year in 1987. But it also lost, all of them lost to Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. Which kind of shows you, which kind of shows you the style of music videos back in that time. Because like, man, there, there's some weird videos. Like if you really think about it, like all the videos that were kind of popular at the time and that were winning awards were the weird kind of like quirky and different kind of style videos but no i mean i will say that the spinning image type of uh, look was actually pretty cool i think it looks it looks really funny and really silly and accurate to how they kind of look without it you know but in like a kind of a crazy way but you know i i do think there was a lot of like i don't know it just felt kind of weird with reagan as superman and it was it was just kind of like almost a little too often goofy for me that's why it's like a little higher on the list but at number three, we have Mama, which this one to me kind of, it almost feels more, when I think of Genesis, this one like reminds me more of Genesis, you know? I think it's like the tones, like you, it's like I said, you start out with that kind of sepia-tone brown kind of look where everything's kind of just dark and moody. And then once the organ comes in in that one section, everything turns to color. Oh man, it's so good. Like that moment alone is probably one of my favorite moments of any of their music videos. I really just like the the darkness of you know I feel like Phil in this one just looks really dark you know he's just his his look his um his demeanor everything about this video is just really dark and I I don't know it's just kind of cool because you don't really get a lot of videos from them like that it's like most of their videos are a little more silly or 
you know, other than maybe a song like Tonight Tonight, it's they pretty much all most of their videos are a little more kind of goofy. And I think Mama does a great job of kind of that dark, kind of moody atmosphere. Even though this entire album sounds like it was produced in a garbage can, <laughs> but you know, it still works for this music video. Alright, now we're on to the number two, and that is Jesus He Knows Me. So, you know, this one I I was wasn't sure whether to put this one or two, because to me it's my favorite of kind of the silly parody kind of videos. But I don't know, there's just something about this one that's just the lip syncing works really well. Tony and Mike are doing they have great acting in it. I mean, obviously Phil does too, but he always does in these later videos. But even Tony and Mike are getting in on the action. It's great. I've I've, I've always I'm waiting for it to be in the show Righteous Gemstones because that entire show on HBO, that whole show is just based on this entire concept. And I don't know, for me, I'd love to see it in that, especially, you know, with the new Concord deal, it would be kind of cool to see, see this, like, kind of, or hear the song in that show. But, you know, I, I think just the video itself is just, I don't know, it's kind of because it's that anything she does, same time signature, where it's just a really fast beat that really kind of just, it, I don't know, for me, Jesus, He Knows Me was a song as I was growing up, I didn't like. And over the last 10, 15 years, I've really grown to like this song. I was really hoping they would play it on The Last Domino because we would have heard like a nice slower version of it, you know, which would have been kind of cool. It would have been kind of a moodier version that's not quite as fast and as up, you know, upbeat, but it would have still kind of fit the the mood of the song itself. But no, I just, I absolutely love this music video. I think it's hilarious, but it's also well done. And like I said, as of recently, I've liked the song more and more. I mean, it's another one that we covered. And even in our cover version, we actually do, um, Matt, the drummer, is the singer on this one. And, you know, he does the part, you know, for the, you know, the live part where he's like, you know, at the end of the song where Phil kind of goes off on like a little rant. We, we wanted to include that version. Uh, you know, I, I will say that, you know, the production of my cover or our cover, you know, the what I produced of the cover, I think I could have worked a little bit on making it a little tighter sounding, a little bit more poppy, because I think right now it sounds too much like a live version with the echo and the reverb and stuff. But in general, I'm really happy with, I've, I've always been really happy with uh, covering the song and having it as part of our covers. And this music video, I think, is also a little underrated. I don't think people talk about this one quite as much, but personally, I think it deserves, uh, you know, a lot more praise, <laughs> pun intended. And at number one, we have probably one of my favorite songs of their entire catalog, you know, top three at least, which is Home by the Sea. And you get the entire song, 11 minutes. It's the entire song. And you'd be like, Home by the Sea, That does, does that even have a music video? Yeah, actually, it does. Because I didn't really love the Mama Tour video. The Mama Tour live concert video, I think, was poorly made. It was poorly edited. The set list was kind of off. They cut a lot of stuff, you know. And I don't know. I just, for me, I love that this one is, it's, it's the studio version, but they're they're miming everything, obviously. But they, they're doing it really well. And it shows off the lights, the visuals. It really just, it fits perfectly with with kind of the visuals of home by the sea so not only do you get to hear the whole studio version of the song but you get to see them perform it and it doesn't look weird like you know how some of their songs where they're miming it it's just it just doesn't look right you know like i said like like older songs like duchess for example like the miming just doesn't work as well like phil is singing with a lot of emotion in the song but then on the video he's just kind of saying it you know it's like it they had to really work on that, but I think this one, it's its great. I think it's really cool that they actually were able to 
you know, get it to work in terms of the miming and the, they still use the same lights. And so you get to really see the visuals on this one. Plus, it's kind of funny because at the end, Phil's on drums the whole second half of the song. But even at the end, he's he's singing while he's drumming, which is kind of fun because, you know, in on the live version, not only does Chester eventually come back and they do a double drum thing, which in this one they don't. It's just Phil the whole time in the second half. And Chester's only in the first half. But live, Chester comes back after like a few minutes. And then, like I said, we never get it to where Phil actually finishes the song on drums. But he does in this version, which is kind of cool to see him singing and drumming at the same time at the end of the song. So yeah, I would say that's my number one. And there we go. That's my list. Uh, let me recap them really quick for you. But uh, number 10 is Robbery, Assault, and Battery. Number 9 is Invisible Touch. Number 8, Congo. 7, Tonight, Tonight, Tonight. 6 is No Son of Mine. 5, Anything She Does. 4, Land of Confusion. 3, Mama. 2, Jesus, He Knows Me. And number 1, Home by the Sea. So yeah, what what about you guys? Is your list anything close to mine, <laughs> or uh, am I missing? Am I missing something? Was there one on this list that you love that I just didn't even include? Obviously, they never had any Peter Gabriel music videos. But honestly, I would have been a little scared to see what Gabriel's Genesis music videos would have been like. Because you know, I mean, just looking at his solo music videos, or even something like Carpet Crawlers 1999. Like that's a weird video. That that one that one's weird, man. Like. It would have been interesting to see what they would have done if Gabriel was with them during their time of music videos. But personally, I don't know if I would have enjoyed those. They just would have been—they would have been a little weirder and goofier, and a little bit more probably more of that darker kind of vibe. But it also kind of would have been maybe a little off for me. Probably a lot of psychedelic, trippy animations, or you know, he would have made everyone in the band dress up like foxes and stuff. You know, overall, most of their videos is just them kind of standing around miming the song. Some of them better than others, but the best ones really have a little more personality, like Jesus, He Knows Me, or Mama. Even ones like Into Deep, Duchess, Misunderstanding, Turn It On Again, Throwing It All Away, they're all great songs, but it's just they're just them in weird locations playing their instruments, with Phil kind of badly lip-syncing in some cases. That's why a lot of the best stuff that they do is actually later in their career, because they have the budget, and they have a little more understanding of how to make the music videos. So that's it. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, once again, let me know what you guys think about my list. What's your list? What's your top 10 favorite music videos? Or, you know, even just your t- favorite music video if you just have one. Thanks, guys, for listening. Music Man, signing off. Hey, you want to